We've all heard it before. It's who you know. Welcome to Social Capital, a weekly podcast that dives into social relationships and why the investment you put into them is so important. Your host, Lori Hybe, will connect with industry-leading professionals and dive into their networking experiences and expert advice. Hey, everybody. Lori Hybe here. Welcome to the Social Capital Podcast. Our show notes are found at socialcapitalpodcast.com. If you'd like to get more involved in the conversation, join our Facebook group at Social Capital Network, a community of trust, reciprocity, and relationships. You can also follow me on Twitter at LJ Hybe. This week's guest is Elsie Flinnard. Elsie is the founder of Enterprise Now. He is also the host of the Enterprise Now podcast. Elsie has more than a decade of experience as an engineering professional and entrepreneur. He thrives on thinking outside the box, bringing the best out of entrepreneurs and driving results. He he provokes thought, challenges creativity, and inspires persistence. Elsie holds a master's degree in business administration from Carroll University and is an accredited small business consultant. Elsie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. This is a fun example of reciprocity because I was recently a guest on your show. Yes, and I'm still thinking about our hockey conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that usually throws people off guard when they see little tiny petite Lori <laughs> and I say, I play hockey and I play hockey with men and women. <laughs> uh, we don't need to go too deep into that, um, but thanks for <laughs> bringing that up again. Um, so let's dive into just communication in general. What is a good way to communicate brand message? I think the one of the best ways is the the most authentic to you. Um, there's a lot of talk about uh, should it be social media, should it be Facebook, should it be Instagram, mm-hmm. TikTok. Um, or I think the the best way to communicate anything really is the the way that's authentic and genuine to who you are and your voice. I like that. I think there's a lot of power and well what's important is being authentic Mm -hmm. uh, especially in the digital space so i'm glad you listed a lot of those areas but um i know tiktok is not an area that i've played around in yet and i personally don't really have much of an interest in that but who knows maybe that'll change in the future Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so let's talk about podcasting a little bit um you've been podcasting around the what episode 200 something right um i believe so a little while ago we went to bi-weekly but um, I believe we're at episode 160. Okay, okay. You're, you're right. testing my memory now. It's, <laughs> it's somewhere in there. Sure. Um, what is the best way to get started in podcasting? I think a lot of times people say just get started. Mm-hmm. I'm going to advise against that. Okay. I'm going to say do some homework first. Yes. And um, I always advise people to get a coach. Get someone who knows the ropes, who's done it before to mm-hmm. kind of help you save time yes. and frustration. And um, and really just focus on your why. Um, why do you want to do a podcast? Are you doing it because it's the big thing um, and everybody else is doing it? Or is there a, a method to it? Is there a, a purpose? Um, so know your purpose. Get a coach and then just do it. Don't sit on it for a year or two um, being hesitant because you don't know um, how it's going to turn out. Um, There's only two um, ways that it could turn out. It could go well or it could not go so well. Um, And (laughs) the only way to know is is to do it. Yeah, I think that's great advice. And I love how you spoke to what's your why. Um, I have a number of people ask me about podcasting, obviously, because, and I'm, as I'm sure you do as well, um, and I ask them that question, like, why do you want to do it? 
what what is the goal um what do you want to talk about but more importantly who is your audience mm-hmm. and i think a lot of people forget to think about who it is that they're trying to speak to mm-hmm. um so really good uh points to share and definitely find someone that's done it before a mentor a coach whatever that may be um speaking of podcasting now how would an entrepreneur know if podcasting is a good fit for their business or their brand? I think the best way to know is to just kind of, again, hone into to your point of, of who your audience is, yep. where do they hang out? You yeah. know, it's just like any other business, you know, if I'm going to um, open a grocery store, I should probably open it in an area where people are shopping for groceries or et cetera. So, um, yeah. you know, <laughs> just if, if that's where your audience is and, and that's where you want to reach them and audio is um, the method that you want to use, then podcast is probably a good um, a good method for that. Yeah, I think that's brilliant. Is really and the more you understand your audience and how they prefer to receive information, is the best way to figure out how to communicate it. And mm-hmm. if audio, which is strong in the business community right now, is that channel, then podcasting is a fantastic solution. To Absolutely. Provide. All right, Elsie, you know that my show is really focused on the topic of networking. My goal is to alleviate any fears that people have when they hear that really scary word networking. Uh, So can you share with our listeners your most successful or favorite networking story or experience that you've had? Yeah, I love this story. And and hopefully when people hear this, they're not like, not this story again. But I (laughs) tell it because number one is true and because it just speaks to the power of networking and voice. Mm -hmm. So I um, obviously I'm I'm a podcast host. So I have a guy on my on my show once and I'm at a networking event and I'm in the room just mingling and introducing myself. And I hear this voice from across the room and then, and my ears perk up and I'm like, I recognize that voice. And so I per- poke my head up and I see the person from which this voice is coming from. And I'm like, hey, so and so. And he sees me, hears me. He's like, hey, Elsie, how are you? And we like <laughs> meet in the middle. Oops, I'm sorry. And we like meet in the middle of a room and there was like this, uh, this reunion of people and yet we have never met before. That's awesome. So uh, that just speaks to the power of, of podcasting and, and, and the, the ability to build those relationships. Uh-huh. Um, and it's really networking. I mean, that, that's in essence what it is. You're, you're, yeah. you're meeting a person, you're, you're learning about them, their story, how they got to where they are, that type of thing. So it was really cool. Um, and we have a relationship to this day um, because of that, um, that, that podcast. That's so. so cool. I love that. Um, something about the voice triggered a memory that you're like, I know this person. Where is this person from? Oh, my gosh. It was a guest of my show. Mm-hmm. And then you met in real life. Yep. And you had a strong relationship since. That's a great, great story to share. And I had never heard it before, so don't feel like you've said it <laughs> numerous times. Um, so you've obviously, episode 160-something, whatever it is, you've met a number of individuals um, just through the podcast, I'm sure, and you attend a lot of networking events as well. How do you nurture or stay in front of the community that you're building? Um, I think two things. Um, just continuing to, continuing to network because a lot of times I think people will start strong and then they kind of temper off. Um, because in, in, in my mind, relationships are the, it's the whole game. Um, and but again, going back to being authentic, uh, I, I tried my best to be 
authentically interest, interested in the people that I meet. Um, so in terms of follow-up, that me, that looks like um, paying attention, being present, um, actively listening, and, and really embracing and, and being deliberate and intentional about building those relationships. Um, and I think that allows you to, to, to do the things like follow-up because I actually am interested in your hockey playing. I actually <laughs> do, you know, care about what you're doing sure. in the business community because I'm an entrepreneur and I understand how hard it is and I understand that we, you know, we need support and we need to support each other. Mm -hmm. uh, so those types of things to, to me, are, I'm genuinely interested. And mm -hmm. so it's easy for me to every now and then, oh, let me follow up with Lori to see how she's doing because I actually care. Sure. <laughs> you know, I don't want anything. I'm not seeking, you know, I don't want anything other than to build that relationship. Yeah. So I think um, being, uh, being authentic, intentional and just deliberate. Yeah, I think all of those are very powerful words, authentic, intentional, and deliberate. And I would say of my 200 plus people I've interviewed, those three words have definitely shown up over and over again. So there's power in that. Um, Elsie, what advice would you offer that business professional who's really looking to grow their network? Do more. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would say find the right pond. I, I can't remember who told me this, but it, it blew my mind. You ever had one of those moments where you're like, it, it's the thing that that's simple, that makes sense, oh, but yeah. then you're like mind what? blown. Yep. <laughs> he was like, so so I asked him, you know, how do you know that you're going to the right um, networking events? Mm -hmm. He said, you just have to make sure you're fishing at the right pond. I'm like, oh, Yeah. So find, find the pond and, you know, fish the pond. And again, be authentic, be genuine, um, and do more of the things that work and stop doing the things that don't work. It sounds so simple. <laughs> <laughs> Yet I think that sometimes people, there is still the Im intimidation factor that comes with um, leaving the pond that you're comfortable with. Mm -hmm even though maybe it's empty or all the fish are not interested in or not hungry, you know, whatever it may be. Um, so it is um, finding that right pond, but always being on the lookout for potentially something that um, is more in alignment with your goals. Yeah. Good. And I think, too, um, being self-aware enough to understand and know the difference, right? So um, sometimes you can be in a good pond, but it's not the right pond for you. Um, and the only way to know that is to trial and error. You yep. just don't know until you, until oh, you get in so there. Oh, there's so much truth to that. And there's no magic wand that says, this is exactly the right place for you. Mm -hmm. You have to put in the time and energy and, mm -hmm. and test. Yeah. There's no shortcut. Um, very nice. So initially you talked about some social media channels for building your brand and communicating. Um, a lot of the conversation thus far though, has been attending events in person. Um, digital networking or traditional networking, which one do you find more value in? See, I've listened to your show and I'm going to give the answer of both <laughs> <laughs> because it, it honestly, it, it is both. For, yeah. for example, this morning yet, I um, met in person with the gentleman that I met through on LinkedIn. Okay. So it was like, hey, how are you? I'm good. Want to touch base, grab coffee? Sure, let's do that. And this morning we did that. Wonderful um, individual. So glad that I that we we were able to connect. So, mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to say both. I think um, you you can't really have one without the other. Yeah. Uh, but I tend to lean toward the face-to-face -face personal uh, interaction. Sure. Um, I think that that's um, that's obviously the most um, um, 
the where you can make the deepest connections, I, I, I think. So, yeah. um, so I'm going to say both, but I'm going to lean on the spectrum toward uh, in person. Okay. <laughs> I, I can appreciate that. I think that um, I agree that there's a lot of power in leveraging digital, but like anything else, you have to be strategic. You have to be fishing in the right ponds, um, yet investing your time in the areas that are, are going to be fruitful mm -hmm. and add value. Um, but I will always, you know, take someone up on getting that cup of coffee to have that in-person conversation with them because um, it's just a different dialogue mm -hmm. that happens. And, it, and I think that you create that bond a lot faster as mm -hmm. well. Nice. If you could go back to your 20-year-old self, what would you tell yourself to do more of, less of, or differently with regards to your professional career? I thought and thought and thought about this question. I, I would tell myself to focus on learning how the business um, operates, focus on, on it from the owner's perspective, and I would tell myself to focus on the focus and to um, always pay attention to perspective and, and how that impacts my my current um, world, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, perspective has been a really important part of my, um, I don't know what the word is, mental dictionary. <laughs> uh, just really understanding and being aware of how actions and words um, are being perceived by others, um, but also just their surroundings and, and what what they're going through and, and whatnot. It's, it's so powerful. Oh. I think that's strong advice. So anyone that is in their 20s right now, mm -hmm. be aware and pay attention to perspective. I love the insight on how business operates from the owner. Mm -hmm. You want to elaborate on that a little bit further? Yeah, I'm, I'm a big mindset slash perspective guy. Mm -hmm. So um, the other day I, I came to the realization that I need to be careful about understanding how people view me and it, that's not always easy and it's not always fair mm -hmm. but it's good to be aware of it sure um so that that dictates what i how i speak how i interact Absolutely. because i understand that that perspective uh -huh. so from a from an owner's perspective there are things that the owner thinks about that the employee doesn't have to worry about correct cash flow um, you know, credit, yeah. all those things. So legal, uh, legal yeah. um, human resources. <laughs> yeah, so things. as a, as a, I've always known that I wanted to to be a full time entrepreneur, even at twenty. Uh -huh. um, but my plan was all right because I I knew the, the girl early. I was like, yeah, this one I'm gonna marry. So at twenty, <laughs> awesome. I'm already married. I'm uh -huh. like, all right, but I know I need to have income. So she's not gonna marry me if I'm a struggling <laughs> entrepreneur. So I went did the whole school thing, got the the, the uh -huh. degree, and so. But my but my mindset was. Okay, I'm gonna observe how these companies operate and mm -hmm. how they how they do business. So what I would tell myself is double down on that. Really, really focus. Ask the owner out for for lunch sure. and pick pick his or her brain yep. and really just be more intentional, um, even even more than I than I was on. Okay, how does how does, how do they work? It's, how it's do they pretty think? Powerful at the age of twenty to be doing that yeah. already, actually. Yeah. So I just wish I would have done it more. Yeah. I feel like I would have gained a lot of, of more nuggets and insights uh, that would have helped shorten the learning curve. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> um, well, there's still time, right? Yes. <laughs> All right. So we've all heard of the six degrees of separation. Who would be the one person that you'd love to connect with? And do you think you can do it within the sixth degree? 
Um, the person would be Magic Johnson. I don't know if I can do it with the, the sixth degree because um, I know he's a really busy guy, uh, but I, I admire um, his story, mm-hmm. uh, where he's he came from, and he turned his passion into his his business, and he's just an incredibly successful um, entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, and that's not just because of the money. Mm-hmm. It's because, for, for me, when you have a vision— and you have you take the risk and you take the the chance to go out there and do it and it works to me that's success absolutely uh, so I've you know I've watched him from being a player to um, some of the ways that he went and got uh, mentors and learned business and then went out and um, and adapted it to fit him yeah. and he was extremely self-aware he knew hey this works for these people but this works for me and mm-hmm. he's been able to carve out a really good um, business for himself so yeah. um, I I'd, I'd grab a lunch with him for 30 minutes and just, you know, ask him all types of mindset and perspective questions. That's awesome. So if you were to start this journey, where do you think you would, where would you start, I guess, in hmm. trying to connect with him? I would probably start on social media, maybe LinkedIn. I Maybe look up his team and try to connect with them and um, maybe uh, pitch it to them and say, hey, I'm a, I'm I admire Mr. Uh, Johnson, and I'd I'd love to to get him on the phone and possibly sit down for uh, for thirty minutes and pick his brain. Who knows? Uh, stranger things have happened. So what's holding you back from doing it? Nothing now. So you're gonna do it? I'm I'm gonna do it. Good. Thanks to you, Lori. Yeah, I want you to report <laughs> back and let us know if you connected with him or yes, not. And I'll follow up, Lori. You changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> and don't ever forget that. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> All right. As um, a thriving entrepreneur, uh, continuous education is important. We've talked a lot about that, you know, getting into the heads of other individuals. And one of the easiest ways to do that, I find, listening to podcasts, reading books, whatever it may be. So anything you want to share with our listeners that you're listening to you find fascinating or that you're reading that's kind of um, helped you with some of your, your journey along the way? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I listen to podcasts, obviously. Uh, <laughs> I'm a podcast guy. Uh, so that's one way. The other, um, really the um, main way that I'm getting business knowledge is through my podcast, mm-hmm. interviewing these people. I mean, they are fantastically successful and they have these amazing stories. Uh, so I learn a lot from from them. Cool. Um, and right now I'm reading this book called Anti-Hustle. Okay. And it's uh, the premise of it is um, is that you, you want to work smarter and not harder. Yep. And uh, just really being intentional and focused on the focus. That's my saying for 2020, focus on the focus, um, which is difficult as an entrepreneur. Sometimes there's so many things that are happening and going on and opportunities. It's hard. It's easy to, to lose track and, and, sure. to, um, and not focus on the focus. So, uh, so I would say podcasts, um, my show, and um, uh, as many books as I can fit into my schedule. Which is hard to read sometimes. Yes. Oh, I don't have this at the top of my head. But there's an app that I just downloaded that um, is basically uh, Cliff Notes. Oh, it summarizes the... I think I've uh, heard of that. It's, I forgot. Oh, it's called Book Notes. Okay. So it's called like the Cliff Notes version of all these business books. So you can, you know, listen to the four-hour work week in eight minutes. Nice. <laughs> so I've been kind of, you know, switching between podcasts and, and this. But, okay. Um, 
I've really enjoyed it. Okay. It's just there's so many books to read, mm-hmm. and I just don't have the time to read them <laughs> <Got> all. <laughs> so if I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll just squeeze this one in. Okay, got the high-level premise of what it's about. Maybe I will read it, but if not, I got the major takeaway. <laughs> got it. I feel like this cheating, though. Maybe not. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you start reading a book and you find, nah, I'm not, I'm not feeling it, and mm-hmm. you kind of put it down. So yeah. if anything, it's kind of a teaser to go, am I going to like this book or not? Yeah, that makes sense. I, I read a, or started reading a book the other day, and it's like, I wanted to send. I want. I almost threw it away. It was that bad. I won't say the name of it, but it. <laughs> it was. It was the worst book Ugh. that I had ever read. It was just not very well written uh-huh. and poorly done, and it's like you should not, just don't. I, I've read some of those <laughs> where I go, "What am I? Did someone proofread this? Even <laughs> like, there's no flow here." Um, so. Yeah, anyways, you'll have to tell me off recording what that is, because <laughs> now I'm really interested. <laughs> okay, so I know you just interviewed me on your podcast, but I'm giving you the opportunity to ask me something on my podcast. So what would you like to ask me? What has been the biggest challenge in starting your business, and now that you've been at it a while, what's the, the hardest thing that you've found? Oh, wow. There's a lot to choose from. (laughs) I would say, you know, it's interesting when you spoke about really understanding how a business operates from the owner's perspective. One of my biggest challenges has been learning to become an owner because I went into marketing because of my passion for marketing, because I am pretty freaking awesome at marketing. Uh, I'm not awesome at the other things. And um, I shouldn't say I'm not now. I've learned over (laughs) the time that I've been doing this. Mm -hmm. That was probably the biggest challenge is just kind of shifting from I'm an awesome marketer to now I'm going to be an awesome business owner. And that takes time. Got it. At least for me. Got it. Now, now I think that's um, you know one of the my favorite books, the E Myth. Yeah, that's, that's his a great thing. One. It's like you're really good at the thing. So how do you? So so do I get two questions? Sure, go okay. for it. So, <laughs> I'm not going to stop you. You're on a roll. So my follow up to that would be, what was that process like? Um, two things. I noticed your your confidence, which mm-hmm. is great. Um, you're saying, hey, I am good at this thing. So how do you take that then and then hand that off to somebody else from the owner's perspective? That had to be difficult. That was difficult. Um, And I I would say I'm still learning that to some extent. But what's important is making sure I'm hiring the right people and trusting their skill set and expertise and knowing that I can um, they can come to me and I and they want to learn from me as well. And and I can share my experiences and, and knowledge and expertise, but also. Um, get insights from them as well. So transferring that was definitely not easy. (laughs) Learning to delegate was a huge challenge. Um, And I still struggle with that. You know, there's definitely things that I'm doing where I'm halfway through the project. I'm like, why am I doing this? This someone, I have many capable members on my team that can easily execute this probably a lot better than I could too right now, but I'm, you know, super OCD. I want it done my way. But I, I'm getting better, and I think that is a constant thing to learn and grow out of. So 
So I think I get one more question, right? Sure. Are there, are there three? Oh, fine. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, the danger of having a fellow podcaster on your show. <laughs> so what was what was the biggest mistake that you oh. made? Um, the biggest mistake I would say earlier on is, um, and I'm, I'm going to cringe when I say this, but trusting the internet and doing, trying to learn to do everything on my own instead of finding those that have skills and expertise. So like initially I started doing my own books and why was I spending hours upon hours you know, cleaning up a general ledger and all these things when I never <laughs> have done that before, but I was teaching myself how to do it. I'm sure I was not doing it right um, or going to Google to find contract templates, you know. So um, there's a number of things I did initially, and, I, and I've preached this whenever I've educated, you know, um, aspiring entrepreneurs is to it's definitely worth the money to hire someone that knows what they're doing instead of you wasting your time, energy, on, and will eventually cost you money down the road, likely, um, trying to do it on your own. Got it. Good questions. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you want to ask another no, one. I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> All right. Um, well, do you have any final word or advice to offer our listeners with regards to growing and supporting your network? Yeah, I, I would say um, focus, again, focus on focus. And, and I, I, I know I, I keep saying this, but authenticity, being being genuine and, and, and really caring about your the, the relationships and nurturing those relationships, I think um, that is going to take you a long way. I agree. So, And I there's like no that. shortcuts. Isn't that the truth? I think a lot of people are looking for the easiest way to do it, which is likely going to cost you more time and energy <laughs> in the future. Great. Elsie, if anyone was interested in getting in contact with you, what's the best way they can reach you? Best way is via email. That's okay. eflenard, E-F-L-E-N-A-R-D, at enterprisenow.net. I am always on my phone, so if you email me, I will get back to you. All right. We will include that information in our show notes. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show today. It was a lot of fun. All right. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> this wraps up our episode of Social Capital. A huge thank you to LZ for taking the time to connect with us. If you want to continue the conversation on networking and building your community, join our Facebook group. Just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Social Capital Network. If you need me, send an email to Lori at socialcapitalpodcast.com. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. That's all for this episode of the Social Capital Podcast. Visit socialcapitalpodcast.com for show notes, more episodes, and to see who will be on the show next. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next episode. <laughs>